Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The lead negotiator for early buyouts and retirement for EPA employees wants workers to weigh their options carefully. Gary Morton, a negotiator with the American Federation of Government Employees, says to make sure retirement paperwork is submitted sooner rather than later when making a decision, EPA aims to offer more than 1,200 employees buyout and retirement options. Two Virginia Democrats demand answers from the Office of Personnel Management about its plans to address rising federal long-term care premiums. Congressman Don Beyer and Jerry Connolly ask OPM for an update on its plan to better administer the program. They're following up from a November hearing in which lawmakers grilled OPM for the way it administered it. Premiums rose by as much as 126% for some participants starting last year. The president signs the Veterans Affairs Accountability and Whistleblower Protection Act. The bill eliminates the Merit Systems Protection Board as an avenue for VA senior executives to appeal disciplinary actions. It also lowers the burden of proof to fire federal employees and shortens the time they have to appeal such decisions. The Accountability Act earns support from Democrats and veteran service organizations. Oversight auditors say whistleblower retaliation happened at the top of one agency. The General Services Administration's Inspector General finds former GSA Administrator Denise Turner Roth retaliated against a whistleblower. GSA's IG says Roth made statements and took actions that threatened the complainant with transfer to another position. Industry sources confirmed to Federal News Radio the whistleblower's outgoing Federal Acquisition Service Commissioner Tom Sharp. Sharp expressed his concerns to Roth and others at GSA about the use of the multi-billion dollar acquisition services fund. The case has been referred to the Office of Special Counsel. I'm Jason Miller. The Supreme Court makes it easier for some federal employees to take their grievances to court. More from Tom Temin in today's management report. In a 7-2 to two opinion, the court rules that employees in mixed cases, when dismissed by the Merit Systems Protection Board, can file appeals in district court. Until now, they had to file in both district and federal circuit courts. Mixed case means the employee complains adverse action is because of race, gender, age, or disability bias. Judges Gorsuch and Thomas dissent. I'm Tom Temin. House Oversight and Government Reform Committee Ranking Member Elijah Cummings and Government Operations Subcommittee Chairman Mark Meadows introduce a bill to give participants in the Thrift Savings Plan more options to withdraw funds from their accounts. The bill is a companion to Senate legislation introduced back in April. The TSP Modernization Act has support from the Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board, AFGE, NTEU, and NARF. Congressman Meadows also wants to try to prevent the improper use of lowest price technically acceptable or LPTA for federal procurements. Him and Representative Don Beyer introduced the Promoting Value-Based Procurement Act. The bill would apply provisions in the 2017 Defense Authorization Act which limit LPTA for professional services in the Defense Department to civilian agencies. The new bill would apply the same five criteria to civilian agencies' procurements, including a justification from the contracting officer. The Air Force expands hazard pay for battlefield airmen with a new program. The airmen can now receive incentive pay even when they are not in war zones. The Air Force hopes it will encourage them to seek medical attention when needed and to improve retention rates in the service. The Navy is getting rid of most of its online training requirements for its civilian workforce. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. The policy change follows a similar move the Navy made for its uniformed sailors three months ago, eliminating almost all mandatory department-wide computer-based training. The one exception is the Defense Department Cyber Awareness Challenge, which is required for all DOD personnel. The Navy says it wants to eliminate administrative distractions and that web-based training is often too passive and impersonal. The new policy gives local commanders the freedom to deliver required military training in any venue they see fit. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.